it was a fine example of me showing that, you know, with honesty and integrity and learning people's name and writing everything down and just acting very transparently, you don't need stealth and deception. People just leave you alone. After spending a fair amount of time in the city of Theranos for your last job, the three of you walk into High Oron for a change. The last job that you were given by the Shrike's Temple was a big payout, and you don't expect any less for this job. However, despite the cloak and dagger nature of the temple, their assignments have generally been pretty straightforward for you. Assist in construction of a temple seed in Tyakos by providing protection to the workers, guard a supply chain coming from Kesson Hall for a week until the temple could hire the Fear to do it, uh, gather information from missing or lost priests in Pharanos, and that was the last job that you did. This time, you were simply given a meeting place, the Willow Bow Inn, which is one of the um, highest class inns in the city. You gather that you're about to have another face-to-face -face chat with your handler. His name is Grieve. You rarely have these. You've only met Grieve twice before. He's a spindly warforge, and he always insists on showing up wearing billowing robes, which betray his build. As you watch Grieve walk into the tavern portion of the inn, he stops to admire the musicians playing at the hearth, and then makes his way to your table. And he tells you about an individual who just came through town, calling himself the Primarch. He came through the city not that long ago and sent an envoy to parlay with the temple, and now, this Primarch owns a lot of the city's most lucrative trades, including the Willowbow Inn. He sort of came out of nowhere, and he's not on the temple's lists of persons of interest. And he's asking you to look into it. So, here you are at the table with this Warforged named Grieve. What do you guys want to do? So, uh, Grieve, what kind of payment are we looking at here? You can bring me good information on this Primarch. Your payout will be 4,000 gold. That would suffice. That's a hefty sum, but I'm thinking there's a little bit more to this job than you're lighting us on. Well, we don't know anything about this Primarch, which means that he's dangerous, if you ask me. His envoy didn't seem threatening. He didn't approach us in any threatening manner, but he does seem that he's hiding something. I don't know what it is. I don't trust the man. I don't trust anyone who comes in waving sacks of gold around their head like this man practically did. And, uh, where can we find him? He owns most of the city, it seems, including this inn. So I, uh, I whip out my ink. I'm like, okay, Primark. We don't know him. Dangerous, uh, but ultimately this is a quest for knowledge, which is what I love. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop doing that now. I just want you to know, like, you're committed. Do you have any leads? Given your track record with solving missing persons reports for me, a la your last assignment, that maybe you could start here in the inn, maybe? Talk to the proprietor? So, so we don't have a last known whereabouts? If the sources are correct, his last known whereabouts are traveling south. I don't expect you to follow him that far. His money has gone to such distance here in the city, you'll be able to pick something up here without having to to follow him too close. We don't want to arouse suspicion, given that he did make a generous donation to the temple. I have this new, all these new cool toys to play with, including being able to pay you a hefty sum. I'd rather not lose that. I just, we need to know more about him.
made a generous donation to Temple. What uh, what toys do you have? And he hands you each um, a couple of stones of far speech. He's actually <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I was looking for. As a precaution, I would say try not to telegraph too much what it is that you're doing. There's another organization prowling about that I'm not very happy about, and I'd rather if they didn't start sniffing your scent, if you know what I mean. Other organization? What's that one? They're calling themselves the Mantle of Light. Sounds like a bunch of pompous a-holes. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that sentiment. I like you, I like grief. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking, Grieve. We'll uh, keep it under wraps. That would be preferable. I mean, I can speak for myself. I can't speak for this uh, chatty Kathy over here with the notebook. I should mention, Durai, if you lose that notebook and it gets found by a member of the Mantle, I will deny anything to do with any of you. Okay, well, we'll start here at the end. Excellent. Any other information we should have? Don't die. We'll talk to that All proprietor, right. shall we? Grieve stands up and and uh, he motions for the barkeep to bring you guys some drinks. You should look more natural here. And then he uh, sweeps his robes and he exits the building. Let's see. So this, this this inn is huge. It's like the medieval courtyard Marriott. The tavern version of the room, it's huge. It's like vaulted. And then there's like multiple stories where people are like coming out of the rooms and like leaning on the balcony and listening to the music that's being played on the hearth. Well, okay. I'll go talk to the uh, bartender then. <laughs> what can I do for you, my demon friend? Quite the nice establishment you got here. I wonder what sort of funding is required to create such a large bar. The funding from the patrons is, is quite quite lucrative, you might you might imagine. Uh, yes, I can see it. Maybe some uh, anonymous donors, perhaps. <laughs> yes, I've just heard of quite a few uh, heavy coin purses flowing through the village. Was curious if maybe you knew any such people. You know, come to think of it, this whole inn was recently purchased by the the Crest Foundation not that long ago. Who among them? I'm I'm good friends with several of their members. I do believe it was uh, Isaac Isaac Cress of I believe I believe he's originally from Cloudhenge, the city of Cloudhenge over in Elsira, quite a ways away. It seems that the the foundation was built around his name some some years ago. They're very, uh, very powerful. But, uh, yeah, there's about seven fellows at our table, and I told them I would buy everyone around. So, uh, seven more waters, please. <laughs> People. Your finest water. Please and thank you. He gives you, like, this look, like, he just doesn't know what you're about, and he's just like, Tunk. Tunk. <laughs> just like not breaking eye contact the entire time that he's doing this i am actually gonna go now um and i am actually gonna go to the desk and see if there's an office or something i can go look in yeah so you walk over to like the check-in desk there is a door behind there she looks at you and smiles and she's like hello sir are you checking in would you like a room? Two rooms only. Yeah, there's a nerd <laughs> in our party, but he can sleep on the floor. I don't see any nerds. Is that a is that a new species of of dog that they've found? Did the the, the uh, lady that was booking the room did she have a guest book that she was like signing people into? Okay, uh, read. How uh, sticky your fingers feeling? Oh, I got this. 
just you know you might have to distract her a bit i walk up to those two and i say uh Hello, guys. Um, the people at our table are not very happy that I brought water back. Oh, well, no, they're angry because you didn't bring them enough water. Well, Thayden, I think you found the distraction we need. Tell them to uh, piss off. Barkeep, there'll be seven waters and piss off. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, fellas. Seven waters and piss off. I mean, one's a dwarf. I don't know, actually, if that's a man or a woman. I didn't ask. I can't ask. <laughs> Excuse me, sir or ma'am. Are you a or a woman? Dwarf. Um, you're, oh, you're a woman. Okay, I'm gonna note that in Metrog. One was a woman, definitely. Can confirm. Okay, it was six men and one woman. Dwarf. The woman stands up and goes, Did you just tell me to piss off? The rest of the table stands up. But, like, surprisingly, it's not a very intimidating gesture. Uh, madam, I think we're going to need a bit of a diffuser, if you will. Oh, father. And she, like, <laughs> runs around the desk and runs out of the room. Uh, I'm going to so, go to the door. Yeah. Okay, is it locked? No. There's another person sitting in this room counting, What happened? Where? Where's Isabel? Who are you? Uh, she, just, she, just, she just asked me to come in here. She said there's something going on out front. She really needs some help. Some really angry, angry dwarves? No, it's the pesky dwarves again. Thank you, sir. What, who, what's your name? When did you start here? Uh, no, hang on. I'll come back and get that from you later. I have to go help... Help Isabel. She's not cut out for dual fighting. And he leaves the room. So, uh, I'm just doing, like, a perception. I just want to see the lay of the land. Like, is there any books or anything that look or anything that looks like it have information relevant like ledgers and things yeah yeah and i'm trying not to make too much of a mess as i do that. anything of value you see that they donate monthly to gilead school for sideways and underappreciated people on the drift they receive a like a tax bonus from Hyrus keep uh, and that's bi-monthly uh, and those are like the, the patterns that you pick out for over the last two to six months. Does it have any reference to the previous owner since it was just recently sold? It mentions a, a purchase at a, a stunning, I think it's like 40,000 gold or something like that, by the Crest Foundation about three months ago. Is there anything that lists who the previous owner was? Uh, Pasquale Indigo is the, the name that you're looking at the ledger writing before that was all in the red uh like he was pretty heavy in debt i'm just gonna leaf through the uh guest book quick and see if i can maybe locate anybody that would resemble who we're looking for if they were signed at primark um yeah no there's nothing like that okay did we did we know he was here recently you knew that he came through town at least uh, three months ago. Uh, well, can I get back to the time frame that would be three months ago and rip that page out? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I actually have a, a forgery kit. Uh, I want to make a note to the effect of Isabel. This is Isaac from the Crest Foundation. I've sent one of our associates to do some business in town. You'll have some questions. Just help him out however you can. Is there a name on there that you're giving to her? Feed? No. And then I am going to leave. It, it was actually really surprising to you that how like quiet that room was because as soon as you step out, there's just like this absolute racket of noise, just like <laughs> giving us water. <laughs> <laughs> it just like it does not sound like things are going well. And is it just a full melee? It's like from a cartoon 
where everyone dogpiled onto Thaduin, but then he, like, crept out from the bottom of them, so there's just, like, this big, like, dust pile where all the limbs are flailing out of, but he's just standing <laughs> next to it watching it happen. Gentlemen and women, I'm told. <laughs> I am here to make this right. I wish to buy you all a proper round of the finest mead this house has to offer. So what happens is you, like, there's this, like, crackle of lightning, and the fighting really, it slowly subsides, like, a lot slower than you would have thought, to the point where they're, like, like, they all kind of settle down. They're not, like, moving a whole lot anymore, but, like, they're, they're all, and a couple of them are looking at you, but there's one who's just, like, punching, and he looks at you, and then you and say I'm you're like... going to buy him a drink, and they're, like, a couple of them grumble, better not be water again. I'm gonna go behind the counter and start filling up some mugs for them. And then if, you know, the bartender's not gonna show up, I'll just fill it up. Yeah, like... he, he comes out about the time that you're setting the coins down. Hey, Cashmere, uh, yeah, your doors are destroying the bar. And I figured since the Crest Foundation sent me, I would just get these guys around. The Crest Foundation? I saw you walk in here with this lot and talk to Grieve, and he's from the Shrikes Temple. Everyone knows Grieve. Are, are, is the Crest Foundation officially doing business with the the Shrikes Temple? Because I was under the impression that they weren't. Isabel was given the letter letting you guys know that I would be coming in. My name is Steve. Oh, oh, can I roll to help? Absolutely you can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I walk up and I pull out my adventure log and I say, well, let me tell you, um, I can attest that just talk to um, Grieve, yes, uh, he was very nice, he likes toys, um, he didn't like this other organization, uh, it's farther in my notes, so I don't remember what that one's called off the top of my head, but um, yeah, so his name was Grieve, we just met him. He was really nice. Um, he did not want water. I think it's because he's a stone man. Um, but he told us, don't die. Um, which he might tell everyone. I don't know. He, he's he's leaning over this. He goes, <laughs> wait a second. It says it says Reed in there next to short man. Am I mishearing? Did you say Theed or Reed? Who's Theed? You know, the High Elves aren't sending the best of their people. Uh, he got kicked out for a reason. And I also must correct you, they didn't kick me out. It was that I was in wizard school, but then they told me to go to fighter school instead. So I did. What school were you going in, into? My my brother just went to the Triandus Mage Academy. Are you trying to name drop a wizard school? Let me write that down. Very prestigious school. And you said you didn't make it there, but your brother... My brother goes, no, I... <laughs> I was too lazy. <laughs> that was a sick burn. No, I I was never cut out for the arcane. I was always about mead there. brewing. Uh, I bet your parents really loved him and thought he was very... You, you know, you called yourself a moon elf, but I do think you might really be high. Okay, so I'm gonna swoop in and, and uh, <laughs> or they doing and uh, read and be like, oh, uh, <laughs> ooh, my boys had a little bit too much to drink. I see. I'll just um, move them out of your hair here, and uh, I'll drop a couple of gold pieces on the counter and be like, 
really, really sorry for the trouble that has befallen you today. Demon man, is this... And he's like, he's pointing at Reed and he's like, is this man really who he says he is? Because that little... The, the elf talked so much, I seem to have forgotten the original flow of the conversation. Uh, uh. He... Does he really work for the Crest Foundation? He's a man of many talents. Some that I may not be privy to. So I will not say no, but I will not say yes either. So you walk back into the, the other room where Isabel is, and she's standing there with um, the, the dude from the, the back room. Isabel's like, she's uh, she's looking through the uh, signage sheet, and she's like, I don't know what happened. It looks like it was torn out. And the man's like, oh, well, it happens sometimes, dear. So they found the page that I took? Yeah, oh. she's holding up the guest book. Like, she's got it oh. turned back quite a few pages. And she's just oh. like, she's like, it just looks like there was a page torn out of here. They look up when you start whistling. And, and she's like, oh, hi. Um, yes. Well, welcome. Did you need more rooms? Do you? What? Hi. <laughs> Oh, oh, my dear! This is this is the man who informed me that there was a brawl going on in the back in in the bar, and that's why I was able to come help you. We're gonna be in town for a couple of days, but just had a few questions for you. Nothing too crazy, if you don't mind. Whatever could I do for you? The previous owner, uh, Pasquale Indigo. You know, the foundation's concerned that uh, he may be misrepresenting some things. Do you know where I could find him? He ran into quite a lot of debt. There was there was a time when many of us didn't really get a paycheck. Was quite mm, quite the bad deal. He has since gone to try to repay some of those debts, and he's taken a job at Gilead School for Sideways and underappreciated people on the drift. Yeah, is that in the city or? How new are you to this city? It's one of the first things that you see when you come out of the docks, of course. I think that you guys were going up to your rooms, right? As you're walking up, he takes you up to like the the third story out of like ten. It looks like you guys get to the third the third balcony, like balcony on the inside atrium area, and he's like, "Oh, that blasted bird's back again!" And he he uh, walks over. There's a hawk sitting on a railing, and he like shoes the hawk and uh the thing flies out through one of the windows up at the very top of the building so he walks you over to your rooms and he's like yes these two rooms are yours and if you need anything there is a rope in the room on the far side you can just pull it it will ring a bell in the servants area and they will come up and assist you with whatever you need I go over and I pull the rope about five minutes later there's a knock at the door I open it with a smile Hello, what's your name? He's a he's a, a young Goliath, it looks like. Because um, oh. he's got very pale pale skin with like red markings kind of all over his exposed arms. My name is is Tim. It's short for uh, Tamarinth. People don't like calling me by my full name. Oh, I'll call you Tamarin. Do you have oh, a last name, Tamarin? Okay. No. Yes. Um, Hemlock. Tamarin Hemlock, actually. All right. Well, you can go now. I just thought it'd be more interesting than that. It is customary for a tip, sir. See if I can tell you anything. Uh... <laughs> oh, he looks. He looks absolutely guy. bewildered. <laughs> Downstairs, um, he was like a rock man. Uh, his name was Grieve. He likes toys, so if you give him a toy, he would probably like you. Good night. You see the seven dwarves standing at the railing directly across from you guys on the third floor, and they're all kind of like eyeing you. Yeah, you guys hunker down for the night, and you're awoken in uh, the early hours of the morning by a soft, like, little jingling sound uh, coming from the corner of the room that 
has the rope. A voice from that corner of the room also issues and says, Good morning, masters. It's time to wake up. Here's your morning, your early bird call as you requested. Who the hell requested that? Oh, that was me. You see, since I'm a moon elf, I only have to sleep four hours. And then the rest of the night, I spent it drawing and going over my adventure log. I asked for an alarm because I don't want you guys to sleep in too much. That's not good. You were already up and you thought you would get another alarm. Yeah, I've been up for four hours. Good morning. <laughs> so why wouldn't you just wake us up? Because I didn't want you to be upset with me. I'm going to note this as critical success. And I will note this as reason number five where I'm going to cut your throat when you're not looking. So I'm going to buy coffee for the three of us. You're a kind halfling. Uh, no reading from your book while we're at the school. It's a pretty big looking, like almost boarding house style uh, building. Um, and you can see it. It's like literally one of the first buildings that you would get to coming out of the docks. And you do you do remember like passing by it. You guys notice that this, this place is built like a lot of measures to try and keep people from like getting out from inside some of the inner courtyards. From untrained eyes, it looks like it would just be to try and keep people out. But when you actually look at it, it definitely looks like it's built to keep people in. So I'm going to make a note that they keep... The dock workers out because of violence and sexually transmitted diseases, and they keep the poor people and sideways people in. So I go up to the person at the counter with the guest book, because no one else is, and I go, uh, Hello, we come bearing gifts. You have brought teacher of lost gifts? Mm, I like this. My halfling friend brought coffee, which I think is poisonous to cats, and I brought this bucket of water from the Willowboat Inn because I thought you guys might need it. The one with glowing skin talks a lot. Is he your leader? I am the owner of this school. I know Pasquale. He's one of my most favorite students. We learned that Pasquale sold his bar for 40,000 gold. Is that right? Why? No reading from your students. No. <laughs> <laughs> no reading. Yes. <laughs> yes, this... So why is he here if he has one more? <laughs> I'm gonna grab Theoden and like push him away. The Elfman's tiny book is correct. Yes, Pasquale did have to sell his bar, and that did not quite cover all of his losses. So he now works for me. You said it did not quite, and he had to explain. I take I take those in debt or those who have no home. And I give them a home and I allow them a place to pay their debts without fear of blades. I teach them valuable life skills. Yeah, I just walk right by. You're able to make your way all the way around this like school from the inside. And you notice it's like super twisty and almost like labyrinth-like. This is just like my village, the Moon Elf village. And when they would try to keep me out of the wizard school and they just kind of put me in mazes because I got really good at finding my way back in. And then eventually I just was so good at it, they made me go to the fighter school. Who would I speak to about his debt? You could probably talk to Helena. Would someone please tell me why an elf came into my room and woke me up? Who is this with me? Somewhere we can talk Pesquale and we can enjoy this seagull coffee and donuts. Well, we ask you a couple very easy questions. He uh, he gratefully takes the coffee from you and starts sipping on it. He's like, well, given that it's so early, most of the, the night 
the night workers are still out, so yes, all of the all of the shared rooms in here should be empty. We heard that you recently went through a transaction of quite a large sum of money for your bar, and we thought, well, maybe we should get the story from you. You've seen the Willow Bow, right? It's it's gorgeous. It's a big, gorgeous building. Yes, Anyone should be able to get that sum, if not more, for that kind of a building. I Was I treated fairly? No, definitely not. It was a short sale. I was in quite a lot of debt. I still am. If you'll pardon, are you here for a purpose? I already spoke to a man about this. And who was he? He didn't give me a name. He he told me he was a representative of Tidecliff Investors. And what did this man look like? He, he's a half-orc. Who did you say you're with again? I called us the Venture Capitalists. Adventure capitalists, yes. Uh, is there a reason that you need information on on the the inn? You're asking about investments. Is there is there like gold or oil underneath the inn? Is that why so many people are interested in this? So I do, as the librarian, the sage, I do have a feature called researcher where. I can attempt to learn or recall a piece of lore, and if I don't know the information, I often know where and how to find it. So he's been dealing with Helena, so that's essentially our next leap, if I'm understanding correctly. Where can we find Helena? She's probably at home. She doesn't go work a whole lot now that she has money flowing in from all the debt she's collected. Okay, adventure <laughs> capitalist. <laughs> Let's go find Helena. And then on the way out, I walk by Teacher of Lost, and I rip out a blank page in my venture journal, and I crumple it to make a little paper ball, and I roll it across the floor, and I smile at it, and I nod. It's hard to tell, but he's, like, watching you the whole time. It's hard to tell what kind of a look he's giving you, but as soon as you step out the door, you hear, oh, what? <laughs> and, and then the rest of you, as you turn around, you see that he's just swatted the, the ball and his his tail's like flicking. Yeah, so uh, it's starting to finally get light outside, uh, like for real this time. The sun's actually crested. I guess the sun's been up for a while then, but it's now crested some of the buildings. As you come out of Gilead's school for sideways and unappreciated people on the drift. The, the docks are starting to get a lot more um, active at this point in time. Um, you notice that there's a, a, a lot of people who are like avoiding coming around you, um, but as they like walk back into the school itself, um, and they're all wearing kind of similar robes, and they look uh, almost beggarish, if that makes sense. I ignore them. 